them to <laughs> Mysterious AF. Charles doesn't like my intro. Should I do it again? I loved it. I I am here for it. I support it. I'm I want it. I've been sick. Don't judge me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Using that card. <laughs> Those eyes are judging me. Uh well I'm Celesta. I'm Charles. And we're joined by I'm Nate. Nate. We found him outside. <laughs> but he said, knew a lot about Flat Earth, so we invited like, him in. Yeah, hey, you come on in. <laughs> so, if you've been listening, you know that we are a weekly podcast where we discuss documentaries that uh, cover strange and unusual and mysterious things. And today, we are talking about the documentary Behind the Curve which you can find on Netflix, came out last year, 2018. And the synopsis is, meet the growing worldwide community of theorists who defend the belief that the Earth is flat while living in a society who vehemently rejects it. Basically, meet a bunch of crazy idiots who believe something. Um, I guess idiots is a strong word. It's strong, Charles. Sorry. It's harsh. You're but right. this documentary basically does debunk everything that they believe in. So yeah. Well, they basically debunk everything themselves. <laughs> and then are still too stupid to realize yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like even though this one's not really so much paranormal, it's kind of about... It's conspiratorial. Yeah, which is popular. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a sh- popular documentary. Like, a lot of people we know have watched it. Yeah. And so we're like, we have our fingers on the pulse. We know it's hip and cool. Let's watch it. Here <laughs> we are. Actually, round two, because the first time we recorded it, we screwed it up. So, yeah. Um, I blame Veronica, the ghost. Uh-huh. I blame Charles, but it's fine. Okay, well, I was going to take the blame, <laughs> but I feel like I've been doing that a lot lately. And so it's like, I'll just do what You're everybody right. else does and you blame do somebody you, else. Charles. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But point being is we this is our second time recording. None of us rewatched the documentary. No. And it's probably been like what a month maybe since we watched it. We record yeah, we recorded it actually April twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Um I, I like don't to know take what day it is. So April twelfth that was the day of the Titanic sank. <gasps> wow. So it's been over a month. Random um, fact. Since we recorded this and <laughs> Charles doesn't care. Well, I already knew about the April 10th. Thousand lives lost. Okay, you know what? My past life, I had been on the Titanic. I'm sorry to bring it up. No, I'm sorry. That was April 15th, 1912. Oh, jeez. I knew there was a 12 in there, but it was April 15th, 1912. Yeah, thank you for giving our listeners incorrect facts. I recorrected it. (laughs) Listeners... I'm Don't sorry. worry, he'll never be. I'm again. sorry. I'm. A we are going to cut off some of his fingers to Starcutter soon. So I mean, I said you're my husband, and this is what you get. Fingers gone. Wow. Well, you might as well cut off my ring finger then. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> this got so sad. All right, you guys are fine. Kiss and make up. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to move on to the actual documentary. Um, so, Flat Earth, or, or I guess it's behind the curve, not. But it's, it's not called, yeah. But it's about Flat Earth. We open on Mark Sargent, who is the YouTube, YouTube, 
YouTube sensation about Flat Earth. He lives in Whitby Island, Washington, where I've been, and I think Nate's been. He is the king of Flat Earth. He lives with his mom, and she's cooking for him. And Mark believes that his life is the Truman Show. And that's kind of how Flat Earth is. That it's all a stage, and we are all living here under the control of... Whoever. government, aliens. He doesn't really... He's he's also wearing a shirt that says, I am Mark Mark Sargent. Sargent. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I was like, he hasn't seen my Charles shirt, and that's way cuter (laughs) than his Mm -hmm. shirt. But, I mean, we just know he's a bit full of himself. Yeah. He also believes that Neil deGrasse Tyson is he who shall not be named, a.k.a. Voldemort from Harry Potter. What? Yeah, he says that Neil deGrasse Tyson is he who shall not be named. And when I hear that, I think of Harry Potter, because that's what people call Voldemort. Okay, but who is Neil deGrasse Tyson? He's like the big scientist guy. He's like an astrophysicist. He does Cosmos... So he's show. a real scientist. He's a legit scientist. Okay. Yeah. He's not Bill Nye science, but... Obviously, because I haven't heard of him. Yeah. But... Okay. And Mark thinks, though, that they are winning. The reason why we're winning versus science, against science, is science just throws math at us. Whereas we go and say, hey, by the way, there's Seattle. You can see it right now with your camera. That's it. A picture says a thousand words. Flat Earth uses visual <laughs> evidence. <laughs> Which can be fake. <laughs> Which could be misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I love how his mom, too, says that. I do think that he gets a little off on some of the conspiracies. I don't think that everything is a conspiracy. Mom, Mom's always doing the whole glass half full. And I'll go on and say, well... The glass is probably controlled by some sort yeah, of right. sinister group. Cheese enabler. Um, <laughs> we also, I, I have this quote, I didn't choose Flat Earth, Flat Earth chose me, <laughs> which made me laugh. Okay, Mark. Um, we also get introduced to Hannah Lore, who she's an astrophysicist, mm-hmm. and then Dr. Joe Pierre, who's a professor of psychiatry. And basically... From what they tell us and what we see, flat earthers are everywhere in every country, like not just mm-hmm. America. Is is the female person the pink hair lady? Yes. With the flight mm-hmm. paths? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So one of the first arguments that Mark brings up is that there are no flight paths from South South of the equator there shouldn't be any flight paths going south. Right. Because basically, and that was part that I didn't really understood. I didn't really understand. I didn't really understand. (laughs) I've been drinking, sorry. So basically, the continent of Antarctica isn't a round continent at the pole, the south pole of the Earth. It's a ring that is the edge of the the entire Earth. Earth. And so I was like, so the center of flat earth is the arctic ocean like and then there was something about like a wall that was like 200 meters high yeah an ice wall that that prevents us from yes the ice wall and then there was possibly stuff out beyond that but we didn't know about it 
was like, like yeah. why doesn't he fly a helicopter and go investigate or like whatever but yeah but then back to your the flight path thing it was right. like the girl checked it and was like She's here's like, a flight path are. here's a flight path it's going south it's going over the south pole like yeah immediately debunks what he was saying right. about flight paths I feel like that's the theme of this entire documentary is they Pretty say much. something and it's immediately debunked. The scientist is just like, no. No. Or they debunk it themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Unfortunately for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're introduced to the Nathan Thomas, who is like, or Thompson, sorry. Then I realized why they're hiding the truth. It's because they don't want anyone to know anything. They want people dumb, blind, deaf to the truth. So they can inject you with their vaccines and their public schooling and this heliocentric model, which is basically for sun worship. Didn't believe in dinosaurs. I felt like he might have been more full of himself than Mark Sargent. A little bit. Yeah. He also tells us he has a brain coach. And he also got kicked out of a Starbucks. (laughs) That's right. When he confronted that NASA guy. Yeah. And was he the one that had the uh, conspiracy that... The education system was informing us that the dinosaurs had died out, or yeah, probably or yeah. something he didn't about like something about the dinosaurs. the dinosaurs aren't really dead. That's just a lie by the education system. I was like, yeah, because that's yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. These people have subscribers. They yeah, do. they're super popular. I guess we just need to become crazier. <laughs> <laughs> That's me being crazy. <laughs> I applaud your effort. That was beautiful. It was, I was really convinced you were crazy. I've been sick. It's the best I could do. So then we also hear about how Mark tells us that the people have been getting Flat Earth personalized license plates. Um, there's a Flat Earth dating site. And I had to wonder if it's as good as the Juggalo dating site. <laughs> um... um Right, there's just a lot, there's like a lot of commerce growing around Flat Earth. People are making things, people are designing things. So then we go to Houston, Texas, where we meet Patricia Steer. Um, Patricia. Uh She says the documentary Meat is Murder, or maybe it was, no, an album or a song, Meat is Murder, made her a vegan, and she is obsessed with the cats. Oh my gosh, I love cats. And I was like, is this Ryan with a wig on? (laughs) (laughs) Quite possibly. I knew because she was vegan it wasn't, but at the same time I was like, alright, I see you, Patricia. Yeah. A.K.A. Ryan. You gotta have a beautiful redhead behind your conspiracy theory. Well, thank goodness we have you. To make it believable. Thank you. Um, Alright, anyway. Mark and Patricia. Mark and Patricia have an obvious... Chemistry. Yes. Yeah. But nerdy chemistry where exactly. they don't actually touch each other. Yes. Bro Sanchez says, y'all make a good couple. Quit playing. LOL. <laughs> They're both too scared. Mark's too scared. Mark's too scared. Patricia, I think, knows she's good looking, so she's holding out for Mr. Mr. Good-looking. Mm-hmm. Mark's not quite there. Yeah, I didn't right. see this coming. Like, this is my, I think, my favorite part of the documentary. OMG love story is what I had in all caps. Exclamation I... point, exclamation point. You know what is kind of entertaining, now that I think about it? But 
in my notes, I'm like, why is this in the show? Like, I was just annoyed, actually, the first time. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm always on the show, like, watching stuff, and I just love the drama. I'm here for the drama, I'm here for the sex, I'm here for the dirty, (laughs) dirty details. But we also know Mark only loves his work. Flat Earth is his sweet, sweet mistress. Mark loves his mom. Patricia. No, he loves Patricia. Uh, he does, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we pers- per- keep going. We learn that the Flat Earth International Conference is in Raleigh, North Carolina, where I also have a note. Nate, explain, please. I know. It is very sad that this is in my home state. But, does um, it surprise you? It does not. Hmm. North Carolina has not got that great of a education system <laughs> um but but yeah I, I can i can see it especially yeah. in a um a southern state that's yeah. all about reli- religion and well so then we hear about a couple of psychological things things <laughs> something that you see a lot in science is imposter syndrome, which is a phenomenon where the more you know about a topic, the more you feel like you aren't actually an expert. You feel like you can't possibly be an authority on this. On the flip side, there's something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Dunning-Kruger effect is a psychological uh, finding that people who don't have uh, knowledge or expertise about something tend to have a false confidence that they are, in fact, very knowledgeable about something. Right. Um, and we hear that scientists can't be in the Flat Earth Society. There's no educators or scientists allowed. Well, well, they're allowed, but... They just don't exist. They don't exist because if they were in there, they would be kicked out and lose their credibility as a legit scientist. Yeah. Well, and so now that I'm talking about this again, I have to wonder, is Flat Earth really about Flat Earth? Or is it about people who stick so, like, firmly to something and then find other people who are into that mm. and then they date and have more kids that believe in Flat Earth. Yes. Yeah. You're, I yes, see that. You nailed it. Okay. Case closed. <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Fletcher signing out. <laughs> um, we hear from more people. We hear about, from, like, a science teacher who kind of pops up here and there talking about, like, the rotation of the Earth because... You know, like, the whole, like, once in motion sort of... Objects in motion tends to stay in motion. Yes, thank you. Until acted upon by a... scientist. So when you throw a ball up in the car while you're moving, it doesn't hit you in the face. It stays in motion, so you catch it in your hands. This concept is lost on flat earthers who think that since we're moving at so many thousands of miles in rotation, then they think that we should all be... Hurled off the earth. Yeah. I guess but, they don't know about gravity and, and the laws of physics. Right. And how people don't fly through a windshield when a car accelerates. Right. So, the oh. uh, next thing I had was Matt Boylan, a.k.a. Matt Powerland. Um, um, Matt the Nemesis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like any real love story, there is the arch nemesis, and his name is Matt Boyland, aka Math Powerland. This is what they're doing. They're, they're, there's a mutiny going on. The fact that you're here is like raising a red flag. Who am I? My name is Math Powerland. I'm the reason why Edward Snowden spoke up. He is an aloof artist. 
who um, basically undermines everything Mark does. He says that Mark works for the government, um, and Matt asked to be in this film. He was, was asked, asked, or he Netflix. was asked, but yeah. he said for $5,000 plus 12% of the profits, and he wanted basically all the footage to be of him. And the documentary was like, <laughs> we could not, we were comply. unable to meet his demands. He is crazy. Like, I literally he... have in my notes. Matt is batshit. Straight yes. up batshit scary. Yeah. So so there's that. Because it's like all of these people were trying to like come together just because to, they're outcast. Yeah. But it was like he was like, I don't want anything to do with these no, people. No, he was trying. I think he's really in it for the money or like the fame. Right. Because he kept saying like he was the original. Mm-hmm. But did he work for NASA? Do you guys remember? Was he the- I don't. All I remember is in every YouTube video, there was that girl texting in the background. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? You've just got a girl texting. Because he wanted you to know he had a super good looking girlfriend. Mm. And she was constantly in the background. Texting, trying to find a way out of the relationship. So Patricia does not believe that 9-11 happened. What sources do you trust? Uh, she this also is the craziest part and no <laughs> events are real unless they happen to her right. yes because didn't she make the comment unless another like Boston marathon bombing happens mm-hmm. and she loses her own leg she's not gonna believe it happens she's not gonna believe it happened and then she went into this whole tangent about like how well so so like we said like mark was starting rumors about or, I'm sorry, Matt. Matt was starting rumors about Mark and Patricia, apparently, like, calling them, saying that they worked for the government, the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that Patricia was, like, reptilian or transgender for whatever reason. Um, so Patricia goes on this whole rant about, like, pondering whether or not these conspiracies or this conspiracists are lying because she's like, I'm not any of those things. And then she wonders if she's wrong because she believes in some random things. But then she's like, no, I'm right. Then it's like, you just want to strangle her because you're like, you're saying exactly what. You're just talking in circles. I mm-hmm. guess, basically, like, I believe this, so I'm right. But then they're wrong. But they believe they're right. So maybe they are right. And I'm wrong. But no, I'm right because I believe what I believe. It's just. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You believe what you believe and it's right. I mean, yeah, I guess. And stick to your guns. Eventually all of us come to that point, but Mm -hmm. I just recommend people stay open and maybe if evidence suggests otherwise, you perhaps look into that. I don't know. Well, then my next thing was Chris Pontius, who made the Flat Earth motorcycle. Covered in exotic wood. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also is making the models. Right. Of Flat Earth oh, he does sells. make the nice models. Yes. And I was like, that is a lucrative business, especially yeah. for these crazy people that want a model. So we can start, I can start designing Flat Earth t-shirts. You should. You Definitely. I mean, basically, I feel like life is all about how can I make money the easiest and quickest and get lip injections. Do you need lip injections? I have no lips. You really don't, but it works for you. 
I feel like if you had full lips, it'd be weird. You don't need Joan Chazy lips. Um, I was gonna go for Angelina Jolie lips. No, huh. don't do that. Okay, well, <laughs> Nate and Celeste don't know nothing about beautiful lips, and I might have beautiful <laughs> lips soon, so we don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> DSLs. You know, you do. <laughs> Well, back to the models. <laughs> I remember their representation of model. It had the whole dome over it, which was a different concept to me than what I initially thought a flat earth was. Well, because they had a rotating sun and moon, mm-hmm. which was basically on a two-winged fan. And it was like... Based on that model, neither the sun nor moon would ever set, and it would always be daylight. So, I don't know how they got around Again, that Don't thought. ask questions. Yeah. But yeah, okay, that was just my it. thought once I saw... Stop asking questions. ...this model. <laughs> Stop thinking. The man is a craftsman, but you're right. It's, they have the, well, and then that brings up the couple different camps they bring up as well. Like, some people believe in the dome Mm -hmm. theory with the ice The ice uh, 200 foot wall around Other people believe in like an infinity sort of. Right. I guess it would be water. The infinite plane. Infinite plane. That was what it was called. And so it was like, I feel like their model showed like. Antarctica as the ring, and then there were other continents past that, but nobody oh, had ever made it past, past Antarctica. That. And I guess, right. even though we have no proof of people coming up to a 200 meter <laughs> high wall, wall, right? I mean, how much actual footage has the average person seen from Antarctica? And then these people are going to deny that it exists anyway because they aren't there to experience it themselves. It what you tell them. So They're just going to say the opposite. It's a lose-lose battle. Do you remember what this guy said about science being an arrow? You start at point A, and then you do some kind of process of collecting evidence, of thinking, or whatever you want, and you end up at a conclusion, point B, that you believe is true. Okay? Science is the arrow. That's all science is, is the arrow. Science is a process to get to conclusions yeah science basically basically guides you and then you keep doing the same thing over and over to make sure that it's right like that's how you get like a scientific theory and science is but then i feel like they also made a comment that most my legs theories you couldn't necessarily prove correct you could just prove discontinuity Discorrect. And so, like, until you disprove a hypothesis, it's... Well, you can't... It's a theory yeah, until you... you disprove, and then it's... No, it's a hypothesis. It's a hypothesis, first. and then then it's... Then it holds up to the testing, and then it becomes a theory. Theory, okay. Well, any... anyway. Someone fronts $20,000 for um, this gyroscope. Experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get this fancy gyroscope that is supposed to measure the rotation of the Earth? Yes. Because basically, if the Earth is a sphere, it's got 360 degrees, so every hour, it should right. rotate by, like, 15 degrees. Mm-hmm. So they, like, put it in this box or something... 
It's well, they, sealed. Well, they... Yeah, I don't know if they put it in the box right away. They I thought try they, it. they put it in the box. Or they... Oh, they just had it, like, I think they somewhere. try it first, and then they realize it's proving the, the rotation opposite. of the Earth. Yes. Yeah, what they don't want it to do. So they're like, oh... Oh, it needs to be in a... Yeah, a pressure contain Like a... Yes, the box that's... Instant pot. <laughs> an Instapot, yes. Basically. <laughs> uh, they said that the pressure of the heavens or something was affecting it. So then they put it in this, yeah, special box. Mm-hmm. Still yes. showed the rotation of the Earth. And so then they're like, oh, it's going to be in a special... Extra special like box. Like a bismuth box I or a manganese, know. some kind of mineral. I can't remember. Uh, we don't get to see the results of that. I don't think by the end of this documentary because no. they were still trying to build it and make because it. Because then there was that scene where they, they were, were all at that barbecue and the guy is like, this is confidential, don't tell anybody, but it's still <laughs> proving incorrect <laughs> to what we want it to prove. <laughs> so we've got to modify the data. Yeah. They were, um, they kept experimenting because we also, during this time, meet Jaron Campanella, who we meet later in the documentary. That he does a once a week show um, on YouTube, and he is basically doing experiments to prove that the yeah. Earth is flat, yeah. and this gyroscope has proven them wrong, but they <laughs> won't admit to it, and he's going to do some more uh, experiments, like the laser experiment that we learn about that they're going to do. Which is basically the, the end of the documentary here in a yeah. little bit. But then we see Patricia and Mark, and it's like they're <laughs> on a date. going. They're going to NASA in Houston to do a live stream of their flat earth stuff. Mm-hmm. At a, yeah, NASA museum. And she, Patricia, shows up in what is basically like Sandy's outfit from the ending <laughs> of Greece. And I, that's why I was like, what is happening? Like, what? She's trying to get Mark's engine revving. Mm. But also... Tell me about it, stud. Not... <laughs> not touch that engine. She doesn't yeah. want to touch that engine. It was just really she just weird. She wants to hear it purr. And they, like, go into a NASA warehouse and yell, the Earth is flat, or something like that. They're yeah. looking at a shuttle or something that's in right. a museum. Yeah, in its own little warehouse. And then... I just remember the button fiasco. Yes. Like... He kept trying to use a touch screen or yeah. a screen as a touch screen that wasn't a touch that screen. Wasn't a and touch there was screen. clearly a start here. And he's like, this is broken. And they're like, at least this is free. There's the curvature of the earth. I've been brainwashed. And I keep hitting this button for splashdown sequence and nothing happens. Start. Start. Yeah. So this isn't working. It's not even working. And it's like, Mark, it's not a touch screen. It's, mm-hmm. you, there's a button right in front of you that you're completely missing. Mm-hmm. Which was just right. funny. Mm-hmm. A complete and analogy for everything that was happening in this documentary about Flat Earth. So then we flash forward to 2017 and Mark is going to Oregon to watch the eclipse. And he stops to point out a Flat Earth billboard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're just trying to plant the seeds in people's heads and I was like this is like when I was in youth group and we'd have to go to the mall to tell people about Jesus Mm -hmm. and I was like the worst no one wants that no one needs this like this isn't helping anybody when's the last person someone's been saved in a mall I just well I was like when was the last time I was in a mall (laughs) it's a long time oh like a mall mall not like a strip mall yeah I I don't 
Is there? I mean, I go to Oak Park Mall. Oh, on a fairly regular basis. Oh, I mean, I've gone there to Power Walk. Uh, I, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> in my exercise outfit. I'm a child of the '80s. I love to mall shop. Go to the mall. Let's yeah. go to the mall. <laughs> anyway, what's happening? I don't know. Um, oh, then we're kind of like the documentary kind of poses a question like, how do flat earthers explain the eclipse? And the answer is. They really don't. Yeah, scientism. Except they say, like, the sun is self-eclipsing. Right. And I was like... From all how, angles? How is that possible? Like, and it's not just... even from all angles, because not just everyone saw the eclipse. Out. Right, right. So, yeah, it just is mm. going out for certain parts of the world. Like, that, yeah, right. that really does not make any sense whatsoever well i found the evidence in this documentary very compelling can i not mm. believe the earth is flat oh, let's see Divorce. how many drinks have you had um enough 12 <laughs> today maybe <laughs> oh then we move on to the laser experiment yeah, because we keep jumping forward and backward to this yeah. one. So basically, they've got what the three panels that they're trying to shoot the laser. If it's seventeen foot at this end and seventeen foot at this end, it should be seventeen foot in the middle. If it's yeah, flat. we're trying to shoot a laser. But if it's curved, through. it's going to be shorter in the middle. But they're only doing these like three panels over just like three miles apart and i was like i don't know that there's even enough curvature to the earth in three miles right to even prove this well the and then the problem is the laser is massive at the other end because it's an expanding beam like you've got to like concentrate this laser i was hoping that they would laser their heads off (laughs) honestly (laughs) It would have yeah. been good for planet Earth had they just all died. Well, I would have been way more entertained then. Well, that's true. <laughs> right. We're watching yeah. this guy who doesn't seem to understand... Anything. Anything. Lasers. Jaren. Definitely mm-hmm. doesn't understand lasers. <laughs> uh, but then also, they're doing this in like a man-made channel in California somewhere. It's like, shouldn't you be somewhere... That's like naturally flat, like yeah, but the Salt even... Lake flats of Utah. I mean, I, but even then, it's like, how do you know if you're not accidentally putting your cardboard cutout on a mound of some right. sort? Like, how right. do you get a flat, long enough portion of Earth to study this? It just right. inherently seems <laughs> problematic. Charles, tell us your feelings. Yeah, so you guys, this is like this is our second time recording. I am looking back at my notes, and at the bottom of my note page, <laughs> I have written in beautiful cursive. It's nice. I fucking hate this documentary! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> so that's pretty much how I felt about this. Yeah. 
Um, we get to the Flat Earth Conference, because, again, we're, like, jumping around, like you uh, said. Right. Um, and no. there was the conspiracy about if what uh, Matt Powerland was going to have some kind of... Because you've got all these... He's raging because he didn't get invited. People in this same location... They thought he was going to do something. Do something, like, yeah. terrible. He's trying to get people not to go. Right, right. But there's no refunds. Right. So it's like... So people want You're going to go. Yeah. And... And I like, remember they made the comment there. It was like, the scientific community is like the worst thing about the Flat Earth. Because we are so... You're blatantly like treating them like they're stupid. Which, obviously they are. But... And I kind of got where they were coming from. It was like, we need to try to understand them. But when you've got all of this information that you have collected yourself and it's proving you wrong and you're still trying yeah. to prove... It's like, how can yeah, you... Yeah, they had a... How can you even have... Like, compassion's not the right word, but the ability to treat them right. like they and are an insane person. Like... It's basically the exact definition of insanity. Basically, yes. They had a actual scientific meeting going on with all these physicists or something down the block, basically, from where this flat earth conference was going. So, yeah, they had they keep flipping back and forth from mm-hmm. like these actual scientists to the flat earthers and. Yeah. Flat earthers just being flat earthers, and that one twelve-year-old standing up. And yes, saying I was that about to say that. Made a comment in class about to his You're teacher, wrong. yeah, calling her out about being wrong and telling her flat earth was real. And he asked how high did they think the dome was, and he was brought to this by his parents. I have that in my notes. Also. Oh yes, because he initially asked the height of the dome. That was his question. Right. To Mark. And so then Mark asked him, How old are you? And he's like twelve and he was like a third generation. I was like, How has this gotten to like three generations know. already? Like I don't know. I didn't it know. It is ridiculous. It's that long Jumbles and Jasper don't Well, ladder, clearly so probably the people who are thinking this <laughs> clearly aren't the smartest people. So it's probably, you know, they like six. fifteen and pregnant type situation. So wow. Three okay. generations by the time you're 30. very judgmental, <laughs> and we are not about that on this podcast. Excuse me, you've well, made your multiple comments, and I'm from the South, where that runs rampant, so. He's a third generation. Okay. I'm a third generation what? I don't know. Incest. 15 and pregnant? Incest? <laughs> no, thank you. How old was your mom when she had you? 17. 31. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So wrapping this up in a beautiful bow. Wrap it up, Charles. We get a little mermaid reference by the uh, scientific journalist, and I put fat, P-H-A-T. I was really happy about Um, that. Um, In two weeks after the conference ends, Jaren is back trying to do his experiment, and guess what? He's fucking proven wrong. And that's the end of it. And he's trying to justify. <laughs> he's trying to justify. His, he is trying to yeah. justify it. He no. The look on his face when his laser experiment <laughs> proves him wrong is priceless. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. But he's, basically, he's, what 
I don't understand how it took them so long to come up with this concept. So basically, <laughs> the laser expands. So on the middle one, they just cut the hole in the board. So then it's a concentrated beam again. Yeah. And so then they're like, this last beam should also be at 17 foot. But because of the curvature of the earth, it's at like 18 foot. It's, it's real. And so he's like, hold it. And he's like, I don't see the thing. And he's like, well, hold it over your head. And he does. And then it's Bingo, like, oh, there's Bingo. the beam. And it's like, oh, that means there's curvature. Well, yes. we need to come up with another plan because this is proving us wrong. Yep. They don't think, oh, I'm wrong. They think, let's try to find another, another experiment to, mm-hmm. to prove our theory to correct. Help us. Which yes. is the complete opposite it's, of how the scientific yeah, theory works. That's not how science works. At least it shouldn't work that way. So, ending this, how does oh. this make you, or oh. what else do you have to say? No, that was it. Yeah, that was pretty I was going to say, we, Mark and Patricia never have sex. No, that we see or hear Um, about. The gyroscope proves them wrong. The laser thing proves proves them them wrong. wrong. And that was both their doing. flight paths prove them wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't see real, any evidence of flat earth. No. No. No evidence of flat earth. No boobs. No dicks. (laughs) I'm not sure who was expecting those things in this documentary, but... <laughs> there's no nudity. There's no nudity. There's cats. You can't perform naked. <laughs> yeah, there's cats, which is the best part of it. Um, would you recommend this documentary? You know, I would. It is a good documentary yeah. to watch. Crazy people in. Just for the... <laughs> What not to do. It's, it's like a <laughs> comedic <laughs> documentary yeah, when it's, it's not meant to be comedic. Like I said, the look on that guy's face when he realized right. his experiment was proving him wrong was just classic. It was like, oh shit. I'm I, on camera. And I'm on camera. Know. This didn't work. Right. Oops. So yeah, it was entertaining. Um, if you really want to believe in Flat Earth, then this is probably not the documentary yeah. for you. I mean, I don't want to watch it again anytime no. soon, but I mean, if if you have some time to kill and you watch, you want to watch some people kind of implode and yeah. be weird, then yeah, this is it. it. Um, so we, uh, we have been asking this question lately. What is your favorite thing of the week? And we'll make you answer it first, Nate. My favorite thing of the week? Yeah. Like, what's your favorite thing? It could be anything. It doesn't have to be a thing thing. It could be something that happened or like it could be a, a book you're reading. Mm-hmm. It could be a movie. Mm-hmm. A video be... game. A flavor of ice cream. A new dish. I mean, it could be anything. I don't know. That's my favorite thing of the week. I was not prepared. I did not know this was yeah, happening. Favorite thing of the week. Um... Okay, we'll come back to you. Yes, come back to me. My favorite thing of the week has been celery. Um, <laughs> it fills your stomach and it's light on calories and is full of water. I love celery and celery juice. Have you even had celery this week? Yeah, I had some Friday at Chili's. Oh, you did go to Chili's without yeah, me. I asked for celery with a mm. side of vinaigrette. I see. Vinaigrette? To dip the celery in. Like a balsamic vinaigrette? Yeah, like no, what? the honey lime vinaigrette. 
Oh. I was oh, like, I'm on a diet. I just need celery and a couple of ice cubes, please. And so the server brought that up for me. See. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make my favorite thing whiskey. Um, shocking. Hey, I haven't <laughs> used it yet. But, you know, it just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And with being sick... I've tried to drink less because I feel like it's probably poisoning my body, but at the same time, it makes me feel a little bit better. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Nate. No, I, I'm thing? still <laughs> thinking about my right. favorite thing. Um, Charles? Well, not after some of the comments he's made. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, okay, I guess my favorite thing was we... Um, we celebrated a friend's 50th birthday last Aww. night. And yeah. so that was a fun, and we don't get to see them that much, even though they live in Olathe. So they have two kids, and their kids take up all their time. They do. <laughs> but we love them. Um, and Their oldest is my birthday twin. Yeah. Oh. So it was, yeah. It was, it was a good. fun. That was a good thing. You fun, always have yeah. very thoughtful things. When we were at Thanksgiving, um... This last year, we had to go around the table and say what we were thankful for. And I was one of the things Nate was thankful for, but he wasn't on my list. <laughs> but I was just, I don't know. I was uh, like, I'm thankful. You're just like, it's too obvious. Yeah, I'm Obviously. thankful for cats. I'm thankful for Buffy. <laughs> you and... said Buffy? <laughs> yes. And not Nate. Yep. That's... Oh. But I also thanked the hosts. That we were, well, that's good. So, I'm just not good at like people things, <laughs> like human feelings. Human feelings—they are foreign to me. Um, good to know. So, everybody, do we know what we're doing now? So, I don't know what we're gonna do next. It's whatever feels organic to us, whatever feels right, whatever comes into our brain while we're sleeping or scrolling through Netflix. Or Hulu or Amazon yeah. Prime. Ellen? No, a layer's already out, honey. Oh, it is. Oh my god. Have you not been listening? I have, sorry, I have not <gasps> been listening. I listened to the first episode. This is why you're not on his favorite things list. I know, I know. I did <laughs> I did listen to the first episode of Hellier that's already released. Yeah. But I've had so much field work. P.S. Hey, Adam. Hope you helped your... Hope your friend's movement well. <laughs> um, and as always, thank you guys for listening. And if you like us, you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and review. Um, we appreciate anything and everything. Send us your scary stories, your ghost yeah. stories, anything weird that's happened to you. Send it in. Um, communicate with us because we have no other friends. Yeah, we need outside communication. Yeah. Um, and so until next time, stay mysterious. mysterious. Bye. Bye. We didn't say bye this time. We have to drink every time we question Charles. That's the new rule.